Archer off the right side. And they run right into it. And the ball's picked up by Draymond Jones. And the Buckeyes have a second defensive touchdown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 9 of Prospect Profile. Uh, my name is Lawrence, and uh, today we are going to be covering the trenches again, um, offensive line and defensive line. And uh, I have, like, uh, today, I think we, we have a prospect, one prospect who isn't quite refined, and but is a really, really big-time big athlete, while the other player is maybe not the most incredible athlete, but I think is incredibly pro-ready um, in, in terms of his technique and his ability and won't have to be coached up too much. So I, th- I think there's definitely, like, they're on the different ends of the spectrum there in terms of, you know, potential. Um... What I'm going to start off with first is uh, we're going to start off with the defensive line, and we're going to start with uh, Ohio State's uh, Draymond Jones, uh, their defensive tackle. Um, Draymond Jones is a 6'2", 295, which is um, a solid size uh, for his position. Um, Draymond Jones is, is... like I said, when I was in the intro, um, he is a heck of an athlete. Like he, he is a quick, fast guy. Um, you can see when he had his get up off the line, like he, he's just got that quick first step. He's, um, when he's got an open lane to the ball carrier, he can track guys down. Um, he's got that speed, you know, to, to be able to do that for his size. um, and I, that's the that's the thing that that one that, that really stands out about Draymond Jones is that like potential like what you could do with all that athleticism, and I, I think you know that is gonna give Draymond Jones the um, opportunity to be picked possibly in the first round. The upside of of him essentially, but um, there's gonna be some other things that I talk about that I am very, very, very concerned about his uh, pro future. But um, let me say a couple other good things about Draymond Jones that I noticed. Um, In addition to the athleticism, I think he's very good at using his arms on offensive linemen to create space and penetration. He's got like, he's a very, he's kind of a a length, he's got that length and his long arms and uh, he, uh, he's able to, uh, the kind of execute the swim move pretty well. That's uh, I think his main way of uh, getting penetration when he when he can. Um, he also um, he he uh, that that length I'm talking about with Draymond Jones. Uh, I find he's really good at using his length to get up and bat balls to the line of scrimmage. He makes an, an effort to do that when uh, when the ball is in the air, and a lo- oftentimes, more often than not, he is able to come up with those batted balls, which is always a big play, because those batted balls can always lead to interceptions. Uh, there, when you get the ball just hanging up in the air like that, it's, um, you know, it's there for the taking, and 
I really find that he's looking to do that. He's looking to make plays like that, uh, which is which is a good sign. And uh, you know, he, he knows that his arms, his lengthy arms, are a strength of his, and he uses them. So that those are like the really good things about Draymond Jones. In addition to his pretty natural athleticism, which people you know rave about. But I'm not as high on Draymond Jones as some other people are. And and that is, I think for me, I understand the whole thing of, yeah, this player can be someone else. He can be this guy uh, because of his, you know, natural gifts or whatever. It's just that when your technique is just really off in you're you're just not really pro ready right away it's going to take a really 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 good coach to get that out of him and i don't know i just don't know if it's going to be able to be done with him because there's just some things that i see that i don't know if he's going to be able to really fix this um so for for me what i've seen um the big thing he I just, he gets absolutely bulldozed sometimes at the line of scrimmage. Um, powerful O-linemen, like, have their way with him. Um, and I think he's going to have to find more ways to get to the quarterback and get penetration besides the, like, the swim move and, you know, using the arms. I mean, because, like, he doesn't have that strength to match up with, some of these big guys, and he's he's gonna have to continue to find ways around them instead, and that doesn't really bode well for a guy that plays inside. And you want to at least have some sort of strength sometimes to be able to make a push and collapse a pocket. And I just don't think he does that very well. Um, I don't know if there, if maybe a position change in his future could help him. Uh, maybe coming off the edge would be more suitable to him, maybe lose, drop a little weight and come off the edge instead. Um, because I just, I just don't see him being a big time starting NFL defensive tackle right now as it stands. Um, also a big problem with, with him is his footwork is really, really not good. Um, a lot of times you see him end up on the ground and no one it's not. And it's, Sometimes it's not even because a guy touched him. It's because he just is, like, tripping up on his own feet almost. Uh, I think, I don't know if it's a thing where he's looking to make a play on the ball carrier and he's, like, getting tripped up with his feet. And um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like what I see when he's using his feet um, at all. Uh, It's just, it's constantly, he's constantly on the ground. He's, he's not up and making plays, uh, you know, when, when he's, like, losing his foot in like that, it's just taking him out of plays, it's taking him away from possibilities of affecting a, a play, you know, and, uh, that, wor- that really, really worries me, um, and I think that leads into my next point, and of him just being a generally inconsistent player, um, he'll just vanish, um, a lot of times, I just, I don't see him make that constant impact like certain guys like like a Quinn Williams does or an Ed Oliver does or you know uh, Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State does. He 
isn't doing that consistently. It's it's there. You see the flashes of it when he can blow by guys and when he can get like an uncontested lane to the quarterback or to the running back. But when it it seems like when he has to find a way through contact and find a way through blocks, he is struggling mightily uh, with that. I mean, getting stonewalled, uh, getting tripping up on, uh, you know, not being able to stay on his feet, get a, have a good base under him, and that that those are things you. I'm sorry, you need to have that um, on the NFL level, and has to have to develop that at some point. And I don't know if he's going to be able to really do that in the future. It's going to be tough. Uh, that's a, that's a lot to ask for. I mean, that's not just a simple fix. Uh, you know, a simple problem he's having. That's a big thing, and where he's not consistently getting pressure or consistently affecting a play um, because of that, his strength and his lack of footwork. Um, I don't know. I'm just not high on Draymond Jones. I don't even know if I'd pick him in the second round. To be honest with you, um. It's just, yeah, I get the potential and, you know, the athleticism, but I just don't see it as a football player just consistently being able to rely on him uh, to affect plays. And I don't know if he'll ever really reach the possibilities that he can, you know, reach with his natural athletic ability or whatnot, just because there's just a lack of some... Serious, like basic fundamentals there of playing the position, like a, you know, just in, of like his footwork, and then just the lack of strength. It's is very very evident. I mean, you see it on the tape. I mean, it's constantly, um, just big guards and and centers just manhandling him, just taking him out of place. So, I don't know, man. I, Dreamont Jones is a he's. A, going to be a mystery to me. I, I think he could either be a fantastic player or a guy that's going to wash out uh, relatively quickly, um, depending on what he, you know, what he does, uh, you know, or how he's coached or what situation he lands in. But moving on, um, we're going to talk about Another uh, off the offensive lineman side of things, and we're gonna be talking about Chris Lindstrom, uh, Boston College's offensive guard. He is six four three oh five, which is a great, a great, great guard size um, to the NFL. He, uh, I definitely think he is one of the most pro ready guys out there. Uh, like I said um, in the intro, he. He's um just plays with smarts. Uh, he doesn't panic. He, like he doesn't. He's smart and he doesn't panic uh, when handling multiple assignments. Um, when like one guy, when uh, one offensive lineman is coming, um, one I'm sorry, excuse me, a uh, defensive lineman is coming at him. He's able to hit that assignment, but if he has to switch to another another guy, um, he's able to do that in a pinch and maintain his technique and still hold his block uh, when he's when he has to switch over to another defensive lineman and block him. I love that about him. Uh, he, it just shows that he's able to handle pressure. He's not 
you know, he doesn't just fold when when the play breaks down a little bit. And I, I just I really like that a lot about him. In general, he is really good at keeping his footing, and he redirects defensive linemen away from the ball carrier. Uh, he, he keeps that, just that really good base under him. Um, he doesn't get really blown off his spot many times at all. Uh, if a guy's going to beat him, it, it's more or less that they got around him and were able to, like, out-quick him a little bit and... But, yeah, a lot of times, he's not going to really get blown off the line because he's able to maintain his footing. And like, and then, like I said, he's able to redirect. Uh, he gets t- takes defensive linemen out of plays and gets them away from the running backs. Um, and, and even in the pass game, he uh, the passing game, he can do that. I, I do think he is a better run blocker um, than a pass blocker. I'm not saying he's bad in pass blocking. I just find that I'm more impressed with his run blocking ability. That was one of my things that I had as under concerns, but I was really skimping with this guy because there wasn't a lot to be concerned with because he is really, really good. Um, I'm going to just continue with the positive points um, for now, but he also has lateral quickness and flexibility too. He's very flexible in his hips and his legs. And that allows him to mirror defensive tackles and move with them when he, they're trying to get around them. He's able to match their movements and stay with them because of his, his quickness side to side and how, uh, how he can move his hips so well. And that really bodes well for him going forth and on the um when he's really gets going as a run blocker is on that second level of when the plate breaks free even just on that second level he's able to get up get his legs turning and just bowl those guys he's a hell of a finisher he he can pancake the hell out of guys on the on the in the run blocking game uh he loves getting up in that second level and doing that dirty work uh, just like kind of like when I, when I went uh, talked about Risner, Dalton Risner on the uh, earlier episode regarding the trenches, and uh, he does that same sort of thing that Risner does. He's always uh, getting up into guys on that second level, of the second level runs, and just blowing guys up and paving a way for his running back. Really, just Lindstrom is just really, really impressive, and that can be seen in the Clemson film, um, you know, obviously Clemson probably has the best defensive line in the country, or if not one of the best, I'm sure, you know, Bama's up there with theirs, but, uh, Clemson, I mean, has like, like all four of those guys are going to be playing on Sundays, no, no doubt about it, and you mean, you have, what, like three guys that are going to go probably within, within day one and day two, and that with, uh, Christian Wilkins, Cleveland Farrell, and Dexter Lawrence. Um, in that game, uh, Lindstrom matched up with Wilkins for the most part. And I thought he did a admirable job against Christian Wilkins. Yeah, did Wilkins get his uh, of time? Of course. Because Christian Wilkins is that good. He's going to do that. He's going to do that to NFL linemen <laughs> at some point, you know, when he gets drafted. And 
because I, I think Wilkins is a really, really good player, too, and he's going to do that to some guys. It doesn't matter, you know, how good you are. Sometimes it's just going to beat you. That's part of the game. It's how it works. Um, but I just thought he just he just did really, really well in that game against him. Uh, you know, I know Boston College didn't really do well as a whole in that game, but it wasn't like because of him. You know, he did his job. It was a lot of it was the rest of his offensive linemen just got kind of dominated uh, throughout that game just because they they couldn't they those guys just couldn't stand up to you know the Farrells and the Lawrences you know and they they uh, they kind of got blown up and you know Lindstrom kind of was the guy that really kind of stood out in that uh, in that performance from them even though they didn't do so hot. So that that's a testament to him. That to me shows that when he's playing against guys that like that are going to be playing on NFL Sunday, already fending well for himself. That to me signals he's very pro ready. He's coached well. He's smart. He handles pressure well. Like I said, and I, I just. I can see him being like a day one starter NFL when he when he's drafted. I when or wherever that is, I can see him going in the late first. Maybe not. Maybe second because sometimes interior linemen aren't always picked that high. But um, I can one hundred percent see him going in the first round because I think he is like a first round talent. I just don't know if he will go that high. But whoever does end up with him is going to be very. Very, very fortunate. But then again, you know, like I say that, and then, you know, Quentin Nelson went number six last, you know, last year. So, maybe not, but I don't think, I don't even think he's going to go close to that high. I, because he's not Quentin Nelson, you know. Nelson was was just, you know, one of those generational type of interior lineman prospects. So, and Lindstrom isn't quite at that level, but Lindstrom is very, very good, and I think he's rock solid. My only thing with him, I think, is like, I don't know if he really has the potential to be any more than what he is now. Like I said, I think he's kind of like a like a, a high floor, you know, low ceiling type of guy. Like, this, this is what you're going to get from him, and that's good, because he's very good already. So, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that, but I'm just saying, some guys like the, you know, some people value the upside, you know, guys a little more, but, you know, I'll take a guy like this I can contribute to, with for me day one, like a Lindstrom, and really fortify the inside of your line. I know one thing that I've seen some people say about him is that he does have a lack of, like, length in his arms, which could lend to some problems, possibly, with, um, you know, some defensive linemen that can really use their arms well, that have long arms, that can really use their arms well to, to get around him, but, like I said before, he has that lateral quickness. He has that ability to mirror guys. And he has the strength and intensity to make more than make up for maybe his lack of physical acumen there and you know in his length. But um yeah, I just I just don't see it to be as big of a problem for him because I I just think he makes up for it in a lot of other areas. But yeah, like for me, like that, like I said, I there's really not a lot I'm wor too worried about with Lindstrom. 
I think I, I think if, yeah, I would have been a little more worried if he was because he was playing tackle before um, he went to guard. Um, they, I, I know they were kind of splitting him there at one point, but I think they've basically a full on moved him to guard, and it's done wonders for him. You know, some guys are just they just play better inside, and because I think there are some of those at, little bit of athletic limitations that would have limited him on the outside um, if he stayed there. But I think he right now is, um, I th- I think he's really really good, um, what he is right now. So, um, I th- I think, like I said, I think Lindstrom will probably go, um, late first, early second. I if he, if he falls past that, I'll be stunned, because he, he is definitely one of the best offensive lineman prospects in this class. Probably the best interior guard in the class. But, obviously, that's debatable. But, um, that's gonna do it. I know this is kind of a short episode today, um, but that's, a lot of that's because I don't have a guest this time, um, this is kind of a quick in-and-out one today, just kind of got my thoughts out quick kind of watching championship Saturday games, and uh, I just wanted to at least get out some content. Um, you know, I, I try to do this week per week. So I apologize if this seemed a little light on content this week. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, I thought, I think that those two guys are kind of, I, th- I thought they were just very interesting, like kind of polar opposites of each other in terms of, like, where they where they lie, um, their potential lies. So, I wanted to do like a kind of a contrast on that. But thank you all for listening again. Uh, you can follow Prospect Profile on Twitter at Prospect Prof. You can go find us on iTunes. Uh, the link is in on the, our Twitter bio, or you can search up Prospect Profile on iTunes. We're also on Podbean, prospectprofile.podbean.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search our our name on there. Actually, on Instagram, I believe, is Prospect Profile, at Prospect Profile. And on Facebook, you can just search our name. But, um, yeah, thank you all for listening again. Um, hoping to, um, you know, come up with some, like I, like I said before, like one of those special shows like where I kind of do something different and stray from the format a little bit. Uh, maybe like during the middle of the week, possibly at some point. Um, was thinking about doing a show about Division Two, Division Three guys that are in the NFL, and uh, I think that would be a really neat like topic to cover. And you know, in the next week, uh, not sure who we're going to cover yet, but I will keep everybody posted on the Twitter page um, about who that may be. Um. Thank you again for listening, and uh, I'll see you next week.